the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. President Biden rolls out COVID vaccine mandates. There are elected officials actively working to undermine the fight against COVID-19. The new Texas abortion law in the Biden administration's crosshairs. After a careful assessment of the facts and the law, the Justice Department has filed a lawsuit against the state of Texas. And left-leaning media critics of the Texas law go ballistic. They're worried about the Taliban and the Taliban women. Worry about the Taliban in America. Because yeah, that's you. what these guys are real for. Yeah. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Friday, September 10th. I'm Rich Thomason. The Biden administration's new COVID-19 vaccine mandates are raising serious constitutional concerns, and there are threats of lawsuits. Daybreak Insider White House correspondent Greg Clugston takes a look at what the president is ordering up. Rolling out a new strategy to combat the coronavirus pandemic, the president did not hide his frustration with the 80 million eligible Americans who have not yet been vaccinated. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us. In addition to mandating vaccinations for federal workers and contractors, the president's plan will require businesses with 100 or more employees to have their workers vaccinated or tested every week. And regarding that final point, Mr. Biden says there's an additional mandate for private sector employers. The Department of Labor will require employers with 100 or more workers to give those workers paid time off to get vaccinated. No one should lose pay in order to get vaccinated or take a loved one to get vaccinated. Additionally, the administration taking steps aimed at making it easier and cheaper for Americans to self-test for the virus. My administration has worked with top retailers like Walmart, Amazon and Kroger's that no later than next week, each of these outlets will start to sell at-home rapid test kits at cost for the next three months. The employer mandate, impacting as many as 100 million Americans, including health care workers, could see the termination of employees who fail to comply. Critics are raising constitutional questions about the president's actions. Kentucky Representative Thomas Massey contends the mandate is clearly unconstitutional. Fourteen Republican governors, including Arizona's Doug Ducey, vow to fight back. And the Republican National Committee says it plans to sue over the vaccine mandate. Still, the president insists there is no excuse for not taking the vaccine, although some cite medical conditions for refusing to get the shots. Despite the fact that for almost five months, free vaccines have been available in 80,000 different locations, we still have nearly 80 million Americans who have failed to get the shot. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki defends the mandate against cries of an abusive federal overreach and seemingly blames the American people for the COVID surge. The reason we're here is because people have not gotten vaccinated, 80 million of them, uh, not because of any other reason. The president says it's his job to protect the American people, prompting critics to question why then the southern border is wide open and why so many COVID-positive people are being allowed into the country. 
All of this, once again, raising questions about the president's mental acuity. Former Missouri Senator Jim Talent telling the Salem Radio Network's Hugh Hewitt. Whether it's some kind of clinical condition or it's just a result of age, we do know that that kind of thing doesn't get better in a crisis. What do we do if this gets worse? And they're not just Republicans. In fact, probably not primarily Republicans. It's a real problem, and I'm concerned that people are questioning his ability to act in a crisis. That's very dangerous. I served with this man. I mean, I watched him give speeches, and it's clear he's lost a lot. I mean, you can't have known Joe Biden and watch him now and not conclude that. The Taliban in the news now that it's in the driver's seat in Afghanistan and with the 20th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks upon us. Here's Daybreak Insider's Eric Cudd. The Daily Wire quotes the White House praising the Taliban on the anniversary of 9-11, calling them professional and businesslike. The administration says the militant group has cooperated in facilitating the departure of American citizens and lawful permanent residents on charter flights. CBS News, however, says there are multiple planes ready to take American citizens and green card holders out of the country and are being denied permission to leave by the Taliban. Excerpts of an email from the State Department to members of Congress viewed by CBS News acknowledge charter flights are still on the ground at Mazar-e-Sharif airstrip in northern Afghanistan. They have permission to land in Doha if and when the Taliban agrees to take off. The BBC is circulating images online of journalists with bruises and scars inflicted by the Taliban. CNN reporting that China plans to provide close to $31 million worth of food, winter weather supplies, vaccines and medicines to the Taliban government of Afghanistan. The Justice Department is suing Texas over its new law banning most abortions. Justice asking a federal judge to declare the law invalid, blocking its enforcement and, as the agency puts it, to protect the rights that Texas has violated. Attorney General Merrick Garland troubled by the statute's enforcement mechanism. The statute deputizes all private citizens without any showing of personal connection or injury to serve as bounty hunters authorized to recover at least $10,000 per claim from individuals who facilitate a woman's exercise of her constitutional rights. Vice President Harris raising the frequent refrain of my body, my choice. And no legislative institution has the right to circumvent the Constitution of the United States in an attempt to interfere with, much less to prevent, a woman to make those decisions. Texas Right to Life's Kimberlyn Schwartz saying the Attorney General's assault on the law comes as no surprise to leaders of the pro-life movement. He's trying to do anything that he can to stop this Texas law. Uh, I think that pretty quickly he's going to find that the Department of Justice does not have jurisdiction to stop this. But, of course, they're going to try to do anything that they can to stop the advances that we've made in Texas. And she says the way the Texas law has been written could prove to be the Justice Department's undoing in this case. The state of Texas passed this law with the intent of protecting fetal life. However, it's not the government that's enforcing the law. It's private citizens enforcing the law. And so that's one of the issues 
um, that previous lawsuits have faced, especially the ones uh, launched by the abortion industry. And I think that the Department of Justice is going to face similar problems that the abortionists had faced earlier. One of the big challenges a lawsuit poses for pro-lifers? The plaintiffs in the case, the uh, Department of Justice, of course, picked a court that was very friendly to their cause. And so uh, there's you're going to have an activist judge who is going to preside over this case. So we're going to have to fight. Short says the news media pretty much ignored the Texas law, at least at first. All of a sudden, like days before it was supposed to take effect, and it did take effect, uh, that's when the media woke up and realized that we actually had a real strategy here and a real plan to enforce this law when other states have not been able to enforce their Heartbeat Act. Texas right, Texas is the first state, uh, with the help of Texas Right to Life, of being able to enforce a ban on abortions when the baby's heartbeat is detectable. Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew says a majority of Americans seem to agree with Senator Joe Manchin, urging his fellow Democrats to hit the pause button on the president's proposed $3.5 trillion spending spree. The findings come in a new opinion poll by the bipartisan group No Labels. 60% of respondents say they favor a pause to better understand the impact of trillions of dollars in new spending. Only 40% say the spending is needed now to boost the economy. Originally presented as an infrastructure bill, it now focuses on what supporters have termed human infrastructure, spending aimed at longtime Democrat social priorities such as expanding Medicare and immigration reform. U.S. Senator Amy Klobuchar telling ABC's Good Morning America that a routine mammogram, um, something I'd put off during the pandemic like so many others, and I found out uh, that I had cancer. The Minnesota Democrat on her course of treatment and the prognosis. It was stage one and they were able to remove it. I had radiation in May and now they tell me that my chances of getting cancer again are the same as any average person, um, which is great. Her advice, don't put off that regular visit to the doctor. Get those screenings, go in, get a mammogram, get whatever health checkup that you should normally be getting. Want a new job and a free college education? Daybreak Insider's Ken Lorman says you might want to land a job with this outfit. The battle to attract and keep quality employees is heating up as e-commerce giant Amazon has announced it's offering 750,000 hourly workers in the U.S. the chance to enroll in a fully paid bachelor's degree program after completing 90 days of employment. Industry observers say that not even the $15 minimum wage is enough to retain workers these days. Townhall.com says, as we prepare to observe the 20th anniversary of 9-11, first responders will not be included in the official ceremonies at Ground Zero in Lower Manhattan this year. And the New York Post reports that instead of the usual array of dignitaries, this year's ceremony, at which the names of the victims are read aloud at Ground Zero, will be exclusively for 9-11 family members. And finally this morning, politicians and social media have often had a contentious relationship, and many government agencies have their own social media presence. However, Senator Marco Rubio is hoping that the CIA will think twice about the idea of having an account on TikTok. 
Daybreak Insider's Bob Agnew. In a world of emerging online security threats, Chinese-owned TikTok is seen by many as a major threat given its ties to China and therefore the Chinese Communist Party. After a CIA spokesman told Politico the agency was considering a social media presence of its own on TikTok, Senator Rubio sent a letter asking Director William Burns to, quote, commit that the CIA will not join TikTok or any other social media platform that poses a serious threat to U.S. national security. Senator Rubio serves as vice chairman of the Senate Intelligence Committee. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider podcast at Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. Join us again on Monday. I'm Rich Thomason. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.